can someone say that with conviction please that Jesus you're my everything whatever you bring me through I'll spend my always with you my life changed from the day I cried out to you Jesus so Jesus you are my everything I don't have any other option or choice outside Jesus he asked the disciples are you also going to go away one of them answered and said to whom else shall we go thou alone has the words of eternal life he was simply saying the words of eternal life handle everything amen I've been checking the time for others so please check the time for me too so I'm, I'm accountable to you is that okay oh sweet Simon, well done please be seated the Lord bless you guys thank you very much if I knew you were wearing red I could have looked for red it's just that the problem is where would I get the red from you know if a man wears flaming red they'll run from him from the road have you seen somebody in a red suit before ah you think he's a magician you know rondo rondo <laughs> you run from him <laughs> hallelujah so I'm accountable to you for time. So when it is 10.37, sorry sir, when it is 10.32, make noise. Because I'm to leave this place by 10.37. Is, is that okay, please? So when it is 10.32, start frowning at me. Years ago, I was preaching somewhere. It wasn't, it wasn't in this part of the world. And I said to the congregation, because I wanted to be mindful of time, and I said, please, once I have five more minutes, somebody should, you know, scowl, people should make noise and so on. And there was a minister in front, you know, and, and I spoke to her particularly. I said, please distract me. So I was engrossed with the message. I was just enjoying what I was saying. And I noticed this lady was smiling. I said, is it what I'm saying that is funny? She was just smiling, smiling. I said, ah, it's not funny. Why is she smiling? I didn't know that was her own way. Of telling me that time was up. Ah, African man, we can't smile. I just want to smile. We are African. Don't smile. Say, Pastor. Ah. <laughs> Hallelujah. Lord, we receive your word with thanksgiving this morning. And we ask for wisdom to apply the principles of your word to our lives. It's our prayer that our families will be stronger, even still, to the glory of your name. And where there are challenges and issues, you will give us answers and solutions. Let there be turnarounds and turnarounds and turnarounds to the glory of your name. Let families that are well get better still. And let those that are not doing well get better to the glory and honor of your name. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Uh, we know today the fact that we have dysfunctions in families is a reality. Uh, there are ideal families, there are dysfunctional families, there are scattered families, there are families where everybody is uh, independent of the other. You, you know there was a song someone sang many years ago and it said, Kunko Jabele. How many remember that song? The song is Kunko Jabele. Amen. You, 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 that's the English version of Kunko Jabele. Kunko Jabele. Everybody's doing his own thing. You, you know you have families like that. You know, and that's the reality. 
The fact also remains that we have families where we have lost loved ones. Amen. It is possible you, you are an orphan right now, somebody like me. You don't have a father. You don't have a mother. It is possible you're like that. It is possible you've lost a sibling before. Amen. It is possible the, you are the only child left. You know it's possible. It's possible you had five siblings and four are dead and you are the only one alive. Are you going to commit suicide? What are you going to do? We will still celebrate the wisdom of God for family. That's the truth of the matter. But we are not unmindful of the various scenarios that we have concerning family. Now God has a mind for family. God and family. It was God's intention to create man and he created man. It was God's design to make man and he made man. Amen. Oh, I thought there was something. Thank you. So it was God's intention to create man and he created man. Can I have some help here? It was God's intention to make man and he made man. And uh, in Genesis chapter 1, so let's read because uh, it's good we read. From verse 26, we see how that the Lord placed the blessing upon man. What did the Lord place upon man? The blessing. So what did the Lord place upon man? The blessing. So he created man and he put the blessing upon him. In other words, he was saying, I'm creating you and empowering you or configuring you or giving you an operating system to run. Amen. So the blessing that he put upon man was the operating system that will make the man function the way God wanted the man to function. Are, are, are we together? Amen. Your, your computer does not have an operating system. It's not a computer. Amen. How does it respond? How do, I mean, nothing can. So the blessing was put in man to make man the man, to make man function. So from Genesis chapter 1 and 26, let's read again. Let us make man. God said, let us make man in our image after our likeness and let them, let them, let them, let us make man and let them, man, generic, them, plural, several. Let them have dominion over the fish of the sea. Please, can we settle down? I see a lot of moving around. Please, can we settle down, please? Thank you. And let them have dominion over the fish of the sea. Over the fowl of the air and over the cattle and over all the earth and over every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth. So he was to have dominion. So God created man in his own image. You think it's plural, but that's generic man. In the image of God created he him. Male and female created he them. You see now that the design and the intention was for the male gender and the female gender. 28. And God blessed both genders in creation. He had created them, but they were yet to be formed. And God blessed them, and God said unto them, Be fruitful, and multiply, and replenish the earth, and subdue it, and have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the fowl of the air, and so on and so on. So the blessing was man's operating system that he put in him for him to function the way God wanted him to function, to function in dominion. Now that blessing was to have effect through family without the family institution that blessing cannot be expressed that operating system can't carry out what was meant to do so he needed family for the blessing to find effect who is with me up till now so that's why Genesis chapter 2 and uh, verse 18 to 25 I'll read from the New Living Translation from verse 18 then the Lord said it is not good for the man to be alone it is not good for the man to be alone. I will make him a helper who is just right for him, family. So the Lord God formed from the ground all the wild animals and all the birds of the sky. He brought them to the man to see what he will call them. And the man chose a name for each one. He gave names to all the livestock, all the birds of the sky, all the wild animals. But still, 
there was no helper just right for him something was missing family so the lord god caused the man to fall into a deep sleep and while the man slept the lord god took out one of the man's ribs and closed up the opening then the lord god made a woman from the rib and he brought her to the man at last the man exclaimed family praise the lord something is missing till you get connected and when you get connected the exclamation will be at last but like uh, Grandpa Yedoku told us, brothers, be careful of those uh, gifts. But sir, these days I think it's the other way. I may be wrong. At last, the man exclaimed, this one is born from my bone and flesh from my flesh. She'll be called woman because she was taken from man. This explains why a man leaves his father and mother and is joined to his wife and they two are united. So, family was the breeding ground for the expression and the operation of the blessing so that arrangement of man and woman coming together to form a union called family was god's winning formula that arrangement of man coming together with the woman to form family was god's dominion arrangement because that was how the blessing would manifest and operate. God's design of man joining himself to the woman in marriage, that arrangement was a threat to the devil. That arrangement was a threat to the devil. That was why the devil had to come and attack that institution. That was why Genesis chapter 3 verse 1 says, Now the serpent was more subtle than any beast that God had formed. And the serpent came with what? With deception. He came with deception. Listen, the devil does not, if the devil appears to you as the devil, won't you flee? You will flee. Or you rebuke him. It's either, it's either you know, they call it uh, fight or flee. Something like that. Yeah. It's, it's a syndrome. Sir? <laughs> fight, fright, flight. Yes. So, it is either of those three things. Hallelujah. The devil comes with horns, you know, and with a pitchfork. Everything is looking black and, uh, and scary. You run away. If you're a very strong Christian, you rebuke him. But you know, this is the devil. But when the devil comes, uh, no marvel. Satan paraded himself as an angel of light. And he said, hi there. How are you doing? Everything is beautiful. And so I say, ah, sit down, sit down. What can I do for you? Ah, what is that deception? <laughs> So when he came to Eve, he came to deceive her. Has God really said you are not to eat of every tree or of every fruit of a tree in the garden? I said, no, 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 no. And she spilled the beans and the devil deceived her and she fell. Why did the devil do that? He had to attack that institution. Because he did not want the blessing to take over his territory. God's design for family was to take over. Dominion. Amen. The devil came so that he could attack that and he succeeded. And guess what? From then, dysfunction began in family. From then, the man and the wife, lovers, lovers, who loved each other. Darling, sweetheart, you know all those names they call themselves? Sugar, honey. In actual fact, it was out of love that uh, Adam ate of the fruit. You know, darling, this is good for us. I just got to know that this is very good. I was reading an article and I saw the, the, the wisdom in this. Would you please have a bite? It's so nice. You're going to enjoy it. And out of love, he took it. But the same couple now, division came. God appeared on the scene. Adam, Adam, where are thou? I heard your voice in the garden. And I was naked and I went and I hid myself. You hid yourself? You were afraid? Have you 
disobeyed me? Like the scriptures tell us, we know the answer. And he said, the woman that you gave me, she was the one who gave me, and I ate out of love. But Eve, Eve said, ah, the serpent that you created, sir, was the one that deceived me, and I ate. Serpents. Serpent didn't say anything. He was just doing his job. He wanted to secure his territory. Listen, the wise. Dysfunction came. Husband and wife now, they could accuse each other. You know they lost the garden. They, they lost the garden. Why? Number one. You see, when God created man, the work he gave him was not to till the ground. The work he gave him was to dress and keep the garden. It was to dress and keep the garden. It was the, the sin, the fall of man, that made man now to walk on the ground because man was not cursed, actually. It was the ground that was cursed for the sake of man. Read your Genesis 3 very well. The ground was cursed for the sake of man, so out of toil and labor, the land will now produce for him. Ordinarily, the land carried a program that responded to the blessing. Keep growing. Keep bringing forth. Season after season, produce. Man, dress and keep. Man, dress and keep. Land, produce. Man, dress and keep. Eve, be happy. Man, dress and keep. He, Eve, help the man with the harvest. Cook the dishes he wants. You understand what I'm talking about? Hallelujah. So, dysfunction came. And before you knew it, the family began to grow. You know, they gave back to Cain. In the first of time, Abel came. And then the envy came because of a fall. Dysfunction entered. And one brother killed the other brother. You know, so there was homicide. The first homicide in the Bible. Cain and Abel. Dysfunction entered. Do you know from, from that point, uh, it became other problems in the family. Home trouble entered. Uh, Isaac uh, loved uh, Esau because he ate of his venison. Mommy, mommy Rebecca loved, uh, what was his name? Uh, Jacob, uh, because he was a homeboy. He was mommy's boy. Home trouble. That was the beginning of home trouble. Amen. So there is no problem on earth today that we can't trace to the Bible. The Genesis is there. Because of the fall, home, home problem. So today, some are mommy's boys. Today, some are mommy's girls. Uh, yes. Some are daddy's uh, daughter, mommy's uh, son, and so on. Those things are destructive. They destroy the fiber of families. Let's be very, very careful. But these things are in the Bible. And we know how home trouble played out in the family of Jacob or in the family of Isaac. We know how it played out. How that eventually Jacob robbed Esau of the blessing. But we also know how that Esau was profane. He was careless and carefree with spiritual things. How that he said, what is birthright? I'm hungry. Take the birthright. Give me food. You, you see failure of parenting. See, see failure of, of relationships. All in the Bible. So today, if we make Jesus the center of our families, our families will stand. If we make Jesus the center of our families, our families will not bow. The ill winds will keep blowing, but we will not bow. The challenges will keep coming, but will not fail. Amen. If we make Jesus the center of our families, amen, there shall be light over darkness. There shall be life over death. There shall be victory over defeat. If we make Jesus the center of our families, keep Jesus at the center. He holds the family. He holds all things together. God and family. God believes in family. Let's quickly read something in Jeremiah 31 and verse 1. At the same time, say the Lord, will I be the God of all the families of Israel and they shall be my people. Israel of old was a picture of a church today. He's the God of the families of a church. 
of every individual in the church. Hallelujah. He wants to be our God. Keep him at the center. Joshua 24 and 15. Something very interesting there. He said, choose you this day whom you will serve. Whether it's the gods that our fathers served. And the gods that their fathers served way back then were not the, were not the God of heaven. They served idols. But he said there, he said, but as for me and my house, we shall serve the Lord. You are reading it in English. The original says, as for me and my house, we shall serve Yahweh. Amen. He was now talking about the God of the Hebrews. Praise the Lord. We shall serve Yah. We shall serve Yahweh. We shall serve Jah. Not the gods that our father served on the other side. As for me and my house. He was saying, in my family, oh, Jesus at the center. In my family, oh, God at the center. Fathers, you are the priests of your families. Let them know it's Jesus in this family. Outside Jesus, nothing works in this family. Hallelujah. Let them know. And don't tell them that at the age of 18. They are grown already. The child that at 16, he has beard. His beard is more than yours. At 16. That's why you want to be uh, forcing things over. Where were you when he was two years old? Where were you when he was three years old? Where were you when he was four years old? Five years old? At 16, I'm your father. Oh, to fail. Your child knows that you are the father. But if you have to tell him that you are the father, you failed. Is someone listening to me? At 16, he can see the center of your head. He's taller than you are. When he's talking to you, angle of depression. When you're talking to him, angle of elevation, you're looking up at him like that. That's the one you want to beat. Don't fail. Help me tell somebody, don't fail. Let Jesus be at the center of that family. Amen. Another scripture, Ephesians chapter 4, 15 to 16. Fathers, or rather, I beg your pardon, rather, speaking the truth in love, we are to grow up in every way into him who is the head, into Christ. Take note, from whom the whole body is joined together, held together by every joint with which it is equipped. Each part is working properly, and that makes the body grow so that it builds itself up in love. The picture we are seeing that is Christ is the one that holds everything together. And he's the head. The same way the human head holds everything together. Every part of our body is connected to the head. That is why the brain is in the head. Praise the Lord. And it is from the head that growth comes to every part of a body. There is a connection from the head to other parts of the body. At times it is your little toe that is hurting. And you are feeling the pain here. There are some nerves that are connected. Praise the Lord. Aha. So if Christ is at the center, everything then will take bearing, like we say. I don't remember NYC camp. You take dressing. You find your bearing from Christ. Praise the Lord. You find your bearing in life from Christ. Life is not meant to be fear. Life was never designed to be fear. Why? There is a God of this world called the devil. The devil is not a fear devil. The devil is not the only antidote, the only name that he responds to is the name of Yeshua, Jesus Christ, the son of the living God. That is the only name he fears. So when you are toying with the name of Jesus, when you are toying with the person of Jesus, when you are toying with the, the, the power of Jesus, you are toying with your eternal destiny. Believe me. Praise the Lord. So don't toy with Jesus. Don't toy with prayer. Don't toy with the study of God's word. Don't toy with obedience. Don't toy with holiness. Don't toy with faithfulness. Don't toy with diligence in things of God. Don't toy. Let Jesus be at the center 
He holds everything together. Specific points, number one, friendship. You want to have a good family life, be friends. Fathers, be friends to your, to your wives. Fathers or husbands, be friends to your wives. Husbands, be friends to your children. Children, be friends to your parents. Mommy, be a friend to your husband. Daddy and mommy, be friends to your children. Children, be friends to your parents. Hallelujah. We can have a family situation where everybody is friends. You know it's possible. And we can also have a family situation where everybody is on his own. Daddy is a, is a lion. Huh? When we're growing up, I'm talking about like uh, 35 years ago, 38 years ago, you know, there was a particular family, not too far from where we lived then. Uh, you know the nickname of their dad? Tiga. Tiga. The boys changed it to Tiga. It was Tiger. That was their father's nickname. That was the name they called him in his absence. Together with their mom. Tiger. But anytime he's around, they say Tiger. So the man who know that it's Tiger, they are saying, say Tiger, Tiger. Tough man. Tough man. Tough on his wife. Tough on the children. Everybody was scared of him. Tiger, Tiger, Tiger. The day Tiger died, there was liberation. Ah, there was liberation in the family. What kind of relationship is that? Praise the Lord. Your children are to fear you and honor you and respect you, but not fear of, hey, it's coming. Oh, what have I done today? Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. My, my father came to check me in boarding house one day and uh, just said, I'm looking for Kusoya. They said, eh. They were sizing him up, the boys he saw. They said, what's wrong with you guys? I'm looking for Okusana, my son. They said, they told me, said, yes. So they went and come, they said, one, one, one black man. That's what one boy said. They said, Babadudu, he said, one black man. I said, are you all right? The day I saw his own father, I saw father. <laughs> Hallelujah. And then my father did something, I won't tell you what he did. But, you know, by the time he threw the matchstick down, as it was coming, he kicked it in front of them. Eh! So they called me by my nickname. They say, Igu. I won't tell you the other one. They say, Igu. Your father can play soccer. I said, it was a soccer referee. Not only could he play soccer, it was a soccer. I say, hey! You know, because we were friends. And it was a Kilonshan one, right? Kilonshan boy that's what my father thought. We were friends. Hallelujah. We were friends. One day, because he was not born again, one day he got high on alcohol. Wanting back with. Hallelujah. He was all right. And I said, Tolukov. I said, Yes, sir. He said, You're my Dowdu. I didn't know what that meant. I said, Yes, sir. He said, You're going to take over after me. I said, Yes, sir. And then he now brought out many certificates. I looked at the certificates. All of them bought the crest of the Queen of England. And there were certificates of different associations and groups that he belonged to. Most of which he entered into from the church. I won't tell you which church. But they were all occultic in nature. Amen. So when he was saying he wanted to hand over to me, that, I said, ah, it's not like this one. And I was a young boy. I was in boarding house. I was in secondary school. Amen. But we were friends. Friendship. Jesus had to be friends with those that will continue the message after he had gone. Have you looked at John 15, 15 before? I have called you friends. For no 
servant knows what the master is doing. Friendship works. Be friends. Stop being enemies and families. Hallelujah. Mommy, don't call the child behind and say, I'm going to give your father. I'm going to give your father. Don't give him more than 5,000. He has money. And he has refused to give me money. Give me only 5,000. <laughs> so what have you brought for me? Uh, give me 25. Give me 25. Or at times some mothers will take 30. They take this five. Go and give your father. You know, the mother is the one dictates. Ah, that's highly dysfunctional. God is watching. Praise the Lord. Let every be friends. Who is with me up to now? So who is watching my time? <laughs> so John 15, let's quickly read that from verse 14. You are my friends. If you do whatsoever, I command you. Henceforth, I call you not servants. For the servant will know what his Lord doeth. But I call you friends. For all things that I've heard of my father, I've made known unto you. In friendship, there's transparency. There's openness. Hallelujah. We can talk. We can converse. Nobody's a stranger. In some families, uh, the father is a stranger to every other person. My food, they give me his food. My car, they wash his car. My office is going to office. He comes back, gate man. They open the gate for him. Daddy, you're welcome. Thank you. My food. Ah. There must be openness. So go and work on friendship if you know friendship is the problem. And for goodness sake, be friends with your wife. Hey, a man that is not a friend with his wife or a wife that is not a friend with her husband. You, you know, mothers, it's, it's, it's easy for mothers to be friends with their children. True or false? Very easy. Very easy. Pastor Dako, you know, in our climb here, this is our culture here. A mother will say, you know what, I, when, when a mother does that, the child understands it, even if she doesn't talk again. You know me. I carried you. <laughs> you know, a man could be anywhere. So it's easy for mothers to be friends with their children. It's easy. Fathers, work on it. Mothers, be careful. The children have their lives to live. They will go. They will leave home. If you are still doing together, everybody is together. What are we eating today, mommy? Let's eat your left rice. And you enjoy, enjoy while it lasts. They're leaving home. When they leave home, they may not call you for three days. Ah, oh, you didn't even phone me for three days. Mom, see, I've been busy. Blah, 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 blah. Eh, eh, it's like that. It's like that, too. And uh, you and daddy that have been uh, Tom and Jerry. I'm even known Tom and Jerry. You know, you've been Tom and Jerry. The man looks at you. You two, you look at him, you eye him. And there are no children in the house. Nobody must fall sick during the night, oh. Ah. So, Fathers and mothers, be friends. Praise the Lord. Be friends. Be friends. I, I, I don't know the number of times my wife and I talk on the phone every day. The exigencies of the times make her to be where she is and me where I am. Abby? But because we've always been friends, it is not a problem. If we had not been friends before, huh, for don't bust though. Be friends. Someone say be friends. Be friends. Be friends. Very important. Number two, stand together. Stand together. Let families stand together. Hallelujah. Stand for one another. Stand for each other. Stand together. <laughs> one for all, 
all for one. Whatever matters to one, matters to everyone. Whatever affects one, should affect the other. Stand as one. Amen. Life will throw things at you. Stand together. Celebrate your victories together. Celebrate your wins together. And stand with each other in the face of challenges. Hallelujah. You know something? You cannot stand together if you are not a family of prayer. It is at the place of prayer you can stand. Hallelujah. Everybody, everybody is on the platform. This one is bringing a revelation. That one is bringing a word. This person is bringing a prayer point. And we are standing. Amen. Let's stand together. If we are not standing, we are falling. And we'll miss it. Amen. And the devil does not want us to stand. The Bible says, having done all, stand. Stand. Amen. So after you do everything, stand. So stand together. One child is going for common entrance. The others are older. They are already in university. Everybody is praying and fasting for that day. Amen. You, you understand what I'm talking about? Hallelujah. That's how to stand together. Praise the Lord. And, and you celebrate with one another. You celebrate with one another so that there will be no sibling rivalry. Huh? That is killing many homes right now. A family put their story on, on social media. A prominent family in this, in this country. Everybody read it. Did you read it? Their father was a renowned legal practitioner of repute. In fact, in fact they used to call their father by this nickname, Timmy the Law. Did you not read their story? Was that not a failure of, ah, as I was reading that story, it was spinning. It got to a stage, one of the sons, the wife, was nominated as a chief judge in Lagos State. Another one of the brothers wrote a petition against her. They removed that woman's name. It was as bad as that. One of them died while they still have cases in court. Kilo day. And their father was not a polygamist. If their father were to be a polygamist, what do you think would have happened? Hallelujah. My grandfather was a polygamist and uh, he had many wives. My cousin is in church, I guess. I've not seen her this morning. I know she'll be in church. My cousin and I, her, her own grandfather and my grandfather are brothers, same mother. You, you get it now. So between the two brothers, they had almost 100 children. They were polygamists. One day, an uncle of mine said, Tolu, 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 I say yes. He said, my wife says I'm not romantic. He said, he said Tolu, was Baba Lode romantic? That is, he was asking whether my own grandfather, his own father, was romantic. He said, Tolu, was Baba Lode romantic? Ah, I said, you can't live in the era of Baba Lode now. Ah, Baba Lode, how many wives? How many concubines? In fact, some we don't even know. It's when the child comes home that we see the family trademark and say, ah, this one is Baba's child. You understand? Eh? So he now said, what am I to do? I said, bros, be practical. He started writing things. Time, to, time of the day to call his wife from his office. Things to say to her, I love you. And so, you know, some people don't know how to say I love you. If your husband has not said I love you to you before, check him out. If your wife too, anytime you say I love you, she says, mm, 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 check. My time is gone. I know you are watching time for me. I have to be very careful. <laughs> Number three, compliment each other. Compliment each other. The scripture for standing together, we can just use Genesis 11. Now the people is one. There is nothing they imagine to do that shall be restrained from them and so on. The story of, of, of the tower in Babel. But um, the last point is compliment each other. 
when you are complementing, you are enhancing by providing something additional to what is on ground. Wives complement your husbands. In actual fact, what God had in mind for Eve was for her to be a helper comparable to her husband, a helper adaptable to her husband. Like what our brother said, the Daniels, he said when they were building their house, the money for the roofing came from his wife. He said recently they had some family projects and the wife released the money. Hallelujah. Some other woman will prefer to buy some gold. I say gold is a good investment. I hope you know gold is a good investment. I hope you know gold is a good investment. If you are looking for investment, gold is a good investment. I hope you know. Whatever you buy for $1,000 today, in three years' time, it can't. <laughs> praise the Lord. She could have said, let me invest this money in gold. And there is no generator in the house. The house is in darkness. I'm a familiar none. The day he brings the money, we will repair it. If he doesn't bring it, she beats me. I have a rechargeable lamp. You know some people are like that. If you are like that and you are a wife in church, I'm talking to you Eh, anytime my husband has money, it's his people he will take care of. He remember his mother in the village. He remember his sister in the village. He remember something in the village. There's something somewhere is wrong. Let's address that one. Are you getting it? Call a meeting. You and daddy discuss. Daddy, we are suffering. Eh, daddy, let's, let's balance. Life is about balance, if you agree with me. Life is about balance. In our priorities, let's be balanced. I like Olusho. How many more minutes do I have, sir? One, one minute before the five minutes will now count. Thank you. Hallelujah. Amen. So, complement each other. Don't compete with each other. We are complementing. We are not competing. My husband uh, has bought a piece of land. I will buy two plots of land. I won't tell him. Uh, you are in competition. Excuse me. Those things, do you know when we die, we, we don't take them anywhere. That's general. Until it happens to you. Until it happens to you. When you see death, and you now see what the person left behind. How that those things are useless. You know, you can get to a stage where you have to be begging people to come and take things that belong to a deceased person. Has it happened to you before? Eh? Oh, the, the things the man used to prize and pride himself over. Nobody wants them. Hallelujah. Shoes. My little uncle had nice shoes, very expensive shoes, nice. Uh, this one I bought it 500 pounds. This one I bought it 400 pounds. And so on and so on and so on. When he died, I was literally begging people, bros, eh, need butter. Bros, take that one. Eh, Marelli, Marcelli, something, you know, eh, it's good for you. Because he wasn't wearing my size. Ah, if you were to be my size, you would have known me on, in this church. Oh. <laughs> but, it wasn't my size. So I was begging people to. I said, so this is life. Material things don't define us. Praise the Lord. Husbands, bring everything on the table. Stop hiding. You know what my wife said recently? I'm mindful of time. Say to I said, ma. He said, your ATM pin, I don't know. Your bank accounts, I don't know all of them. And so on and so on. I said, hey. She said, well, boy, me, I don't know anything about you. I said, really? I said, how come? How come all the children know? The one that stayed the longest in the house, there's nothing about me that she does not know. Thank God I don't have a thief as a child. Otherwise, <laughs> and at times she wants to use a device of mine or something, 
I said, unlock this thing. I will tell her. I won't tell you the code. But that code is the central code that she's been using. What am I hiding? Why would I hide? It doesn't make sense. Men, stop hiding. And if a man is wise, he will enjoy your wife. Women always have money, but you must know how to unlock the door. You must know. A man must be wise. A man, a man must be wise. You know how to unlock it. Sweetheart, Ogao, Ogao. <laughs> you, you are starting. Is that, yeah? Where do I say Ogao, Ogao? You know, the way things are, you know. And I already have 150. Oh, eh. If only I can get additional 250. It's 150 and 250. I did the same. Which one is more? Uh, it's wisdom. Say, wait, 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 wait. The way you are talking, it appears you need money. There's this cooperative that uh, I belong to in the office. And then there's uh, another job that we are doing. You know, but, you know, give me some time. You've won. But you must be wise. And pay back. Oh. Don't be like me. When you borrow, pay back. Some loans, my wife had to write them off. In fact, no record. No. I'm not owing I'm, I'm debt free. <laughs> so complement each other. Different skills, different abilities, complement each other. First Corinthians 12, 12 to 22, complement each other. Because the hand is the hand, the hand cannot say, I want to take the place of a head. The head cannot say, I want to take the place of an eye. The eye cannot say, I want to take the place of a mouth. Everybody has its own function. Hallelujah. And everybody is working independent of the other, but they are all a composite whole, making things to happen, making the man or the human body to function. Amen. The family must run, the family must function, and Jesus must be glorified in our families. Praise the Lord. Wise be understanding. Husbands, uh, be attentive. Amen. Your wife is bleeding. You don't know. When I say bleeding, I'm not talking literally. She's bleeding. She's in pain. You don't know. My wife, um, something got into her eyes the other day. And uh, I called her. I told her what to do. She tried it. It was getting better. We spoke again. She said, it's okay. I, I told her what to do. One day she even asked me, she said, what's your mom booking? You know, how do you know these things? Is it because your mother was a nurse? I said, I don't know. Anyway. So that was the day before yesterday. Yesterday, as we were talking, she said, you did not even ask about my eyes again. Ah. A man must know how to apologize. Praise the Lord. Women too. No, you know women? Many times they don't know how to apologize. Kill of When you hear what you want to eat, that's the apology. What shall I, what shall I make for you? She has apologized. Stop sucking like a little baby. Tell her what you want to eat. I'm feeling the man. Ah. We won't kill ourselves now. Let us pray, Daddy. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Can we give the Lord thanks and appreciate Him? Tell the Lord to give you grace to last. You're married already. Grace to last. You're looking forward to getting married. Grace to last. Receive grace to be wise as well. Grace to be wise, grace to last. Receive grace to be fruitful. Grace to be a person of value. Say, Lord, give me grace to be wise. Give me grace to be balanced with living. 
Give me grace to be balanced with life. Help me to put your word in perspective all the days of my life. Help me to be the husband that is a blessing to the wife. A father that is a blessing to the children and to the grandchildren and so on. Please pray. Even if you are yet to be a father, there is a father in you. Even if you are yet to be a mother, there is a mother in you. So pray. Dignes Oedoku told us, Emeritus, she told us that uh, you can pray ahead. Please pray ahead. Before things happen, begin to pray. So pray for your future. Pray for your old age. Gampo Oedoku said, energy saving mode. Pray for your latter years. Lord, I pray for my latter years. I receive grace. Lord, in my latter years, not to be weak or sickly. I receive grace to be firm and sound. Lord God, in my latter years, I, I, I will not be senile in the name of Jesus. I refuse to be, to be weak. I refuse to be uh, treating any disease condition in old age. Help me to be strong and effective for you in old age. Let my bones, my muscles, my organs, my cells, my tissues be full of your life. Lord, I, I desire that if you you tarry your coming and I live to my 80s and 90s, I will still be driving. I desire that in my 80s, I will still be playing squash. Lord, help me. Help me to be fit. Help me to be firm. Lord, help me to be wiser. I pray that, Lord, even till I die, your word will, will be factual in my heart and in my mouth. That I will, I will be able to preach and teach your word with clarity and simplicity and power to the glory of your name. Lord, help me, I pray. Lord, help my wife. Help my children. Help my grandchildren. Children, Lord God, help me to leave that legacy of godliness and righteousness and Christ-likeness behind, even for their generation. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Help us rise to our feet. Whatever is a challenge in any family, let's present it to the Lord. Please, let's do something. Can you stretch out your right hand and say, Lord, this right hand carries the power of your resurrection now can you stretch out your left hand say Lord this left hand represents every challenge of life that I'm faced with today so bring the right into the left and say by the power of the resurrection of Christ I overcome and I subdue every challenge every difficulty every affliction every hindrance, every obstacle, every delay, every root of wickedness, I overcome you by the resurrection power of Christ in my life. In the name of Jesus, I enforce the victory of the cross of Jesus upon my life, upon my family, upon my children, upon my grandchildren and their own children. In the name of Jesus, we're a generation of winners. We're a generation of champions. We win in life. We rule in life. We walk in dominion in life. The blessing is active over us. In the name of Jesus, no failure, no defeats, no setbacks, no hindrances, no afflictions. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Let the blessing rest upon every family. Let the blessing rest upon every household. Let everyone know your sure mercies. In the name of Jesus, we reverse causes, generational causes, ancestral causes and families. We reverse you. You are swallowed up by the power of a blessing. In the name of Jesus, 
the negative experiences of our phobias will not be our own experiences in the name of Jesus where they failed we succeed where they lost we win in the name of Jesus in any family where death has been playing tricks on them and people have been dying young people have been dying on timely deaths we'll put an end to that today by the authority of the fire of the power of Jesus Christ in the name of Jesus thank you for life thank you for overflowing life thank you for life in abundance to the full till it overflows thank you Lord thank you Lord go forth and flourish in life go forth and do well in life in Jesus name we pray finally finally my time is gone you may be seated boy you want you want to give your heart to Jesus you're saying pastor pray for me yes I'd love to pray for you because everything consists in him everything is held together by him and that includes your life you're saying Jesus I want you just raise up your right hand wherever you are all ends bowed all eyes shut you're here today you want to surrender your heart to Jesus as Lord and Savior up on the gallery or down here and I'll pray with you for your sins to be forgotten and forgiven for you to start a new life anybody I don't see any hand up on the gallery any hand I don't see any hand if you want to rededicate your heart to Jesus you were born again before and then you drifted but you're saying Lord I'm coming back just stand to your feet anybody you want to rededicate your heart to Jesus just stand to your feet please so that I can know who I'm to pray for. That's why. Okay, I don't say anyone. Thank you.